Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Tyron here with us. Hello. Um, and we're back after a bit of a break because of several things that have happened uh, in the studio as well as outside of the studio. So um, I think we mentioned last time the kitchen was being renovated, which held up our uh, plans to do video. So we're still kind of sorting out the house, but that's going to happen pretty soon. Hopefully, for, maybe we can do it for Guardians next week. Uh, and the other thing is we got a puppy, Mr. Remy, who has uh, really kept us busy for the last two to three weeks. So anyone who's um, got a puppy before will understand the what I've been through for the last couple of weeks in terms of sleep, sleep deprivation in particular. Um, but he's, yeah, he's full of energy and he's, um, as a result, we're lacking a lot of energy, but we're back. Dog's crazy. <laughs> it's cute though. He's real cute. Yeah. <laughs> but he's pretty crazy. You get to see him when we do video at some yeah. stage when he's not like going to tear up he's gonna, tables. Yeah. Kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're also joined by a special guest, uh, Baska, returning guest. He's joined us for quite a few episodes, but, um, Thought we'd get him back for this one just because we're talking about we're talking about two movies actually. Uh, we was, we're talking about a movie with a dog in it. Which, yeah, there's a movie with a dog in it, and there's John Dick. <laughs> and there's a movie with a donkey, <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> Yoshi's kind of like a dog, isn't he? He's a dinosaur, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but <laughs> Mario treats him like a dog. He's like his pet, is he? Yeah, is he yeah, like, a like a pet? Yeah, like a wild I guess animal. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the movie and John Wick Chapter Four. John Wick, yeah. Um, I thought Basco would be in particular for Super Mario, just because we spent most of our childhood playing Nintendo. Yes, in, in particular yeah. Nintendo sixty four, but uh, all the uh, consoles that came after that as well. So definitely, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me back. It's 
feels, feels like it's been a very very long time since uh yeah we've had a we've had a proper video gaming kind of podcast or a you know yeah like a fan cast kind of thing yeah i don't think we've We've only reviewed the Spider-Man games. I don't think we've done many games. You don't play that many games. Yeah, I don't play enough games for me to be able to review games. Are these the movie tie-in games or the the one on PlayStation Spider-Man? The PS4. PS4, uh, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man games. That's the only one. And we did Miles Morales and and the original. Oh, nice. Uh, Nice. But yeah, since then we haven't done... We've done video game movies though, so Uncharted... Yeah, did last some year. of my favourites actually. They're always good and they're yeah. never bad generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I thought we'd start with John Wick since that was actually the first movie to release out of these two, even though it's the last one that we we all saw. Uh, bit of background on the movie. So it. No background. Yeah, moving no on. Background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's directed by. Chad Stahelski, who directed all the previous John Wick movies. Um, we were discussing this just before the podcast, but David Leach is uncredited for the first movie, uh, who went on to direct Deadpool 2 and then Bullet Train as well. Um, but this one is just directed by Chad Stahelski. Obviously, Keanu Reeves is back, but um, so uh, my memory of all of the John Wick movies is pretty fuzzy because they all kind of blend into one for me because they're like coins, <laughs> hotels, yeah, guns, death, yeah, yeah, pencils. I didn't watch the third one, and uh, this isn't a spoiler, but I don't think this is a spoiler. But I was surprised that everyone just had a bulletproof suit in this. There you go. Is that <laughs> yeah. a, that's that was introduced in John Wick Three? Was that in uh, the third one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah, yeah, at yeah. the start of this movie, just every every guy has a bulletproof suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that must not make sense. You're watching it like, hey, how are these guys just lifting up their blazer and then deflecting Not bullets? getting hurt. Yeah. What is this shit movie? <laughs> um, so the the other cast members got Donnie Yen. Was Donnie Yen in? No, I think this is Rogue his one. first one. In chapter three? Who was no, it? No, no. Oh, this I is his first one. Was. No, he wasn't. He wasn't, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't Rogue One. Yeah, he wasn't Rogue One. <laughs> Rogue one. I, was yeah. like, I went straight. And he was blind in that. He's blind in that as well. Yeah. He is. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think he's he, blind in this. It's a particular yeah. martial arts style that he uses that. Yeah. That he likes, but yeah, no, I is don't it, think he's he was in the John Wick universe or even mentioned before. Is it Ip Man, yeah, yes, he is. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've also got Bill Skarsgård who plays the sort of central. I, think, I think this is his first one as well, yeah. Man. Was he in the third one? I don't think so, no. yeah, it wasn't the third one. This is most of them are new characters yeah. apart from like, except the, from the Ian McShane, yeah, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishbourne, and like and the, um, Lance Reddick. Yes, yes, Lance Reddick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, rest in peace. He's, Such a good actor. Yeah, this is actually his final performance, I think, in terms of Possibly. movie releases. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm really curious to see if, like, they changed the actual, like, what they chose to put in the movie. Yeah, as I think a result they would have put a bit more if they knew. <laughs> yeah, but that's a slight spoiler. I mean, yeah. People probably have seen this if they. But yeah, it's we'll keep late. it spoiler free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do spoilers a bit yeah. later, so we'll keep it non-spoiler for now. Um, other background: so it released on the twenty fourth of March. Uh, runtime is one hundred and sixty nine minutes, so it's the longest of the John Wick movies, and it's it's pretty long. <laughs> I'll say that uh, we went to a nine forty five show, which was it's usually a mistake, like normally, but it's it was a very bad mistake on my my side just because i'm generally sleep deprived at the moment so going to such a late show for a three-hour movie was not was not great so um i was definitely tired watching this but you fell asleep for 10 minutes i think so but you'd have to tell me because i think i missed more than i 
think I missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I didn't realize you fell asleep, but then we got out of the theater and I'm like, you look like you just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a nice movie to fall asleep to if you like a lot of noise and the yeah. theater well, shaking. And ro- like- <laughs> I feel like this is a great movie to watch with the sound off while you're doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have, like, stuff happening on the screen. Well, you can have the sound on, I guess, but, like, stuff happens and you just watch the stuff. Like, you don't need to care about the dialogue or anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, there isn't much dialogue for a majority of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair enough, actually. There's yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, exposition, but I think when it gets to it, yeah. When the, it gets to a certain the, point, yeah. The, it's like, there's, there's a point where the, it starts, the action starts, and it just, it just doesn't, doesn't let yeah. up. It reminds yeah. me of a um, Mad Max Fury Road. Where ah, it's yeah. just like yeah. nonstop action from start to finish. Yeah. 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 So chapter three, this is, we can probably spoil chapter three, but like the first like 45 minutes of chapter three is just action. Like it's essentially just back back to back action. And then it slows down a bit. But um, this is, it does start a bit slower actually, this one, than chapter three. Uh, but then, yeah, it really picks up later. Um, budget was a hundred million, so I think it's the highest budget of all the John Wick movies. Um, interesting fact about the first John Wick movie: apparently, it was planned to go straight to video, like direct direct to video, oh, not wow. not a theatrical release. Because think about when it came out; I think it came out twenty fourteen, uh, and this type of genre of like just a crazy shootout action movie was not like. A big thing back then, and Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves was, was not a big thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean he was known, but he's not like there was definitely a resurgence in his popularity since John Wick. Oh yeah, uh, John Wick was probably the reason. Like before then, I don't even remember what he was doing before John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I think the last time most people heard was you know he just finished doing the Matrix series in the, twenty years ago. So we hadn't seen him in the film. Oh, there was a massive did, break. He did forty-seven Ronin. That's <laughs> that's one that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very interesting as a as a film. He did. What's that one where the world's ending? Uh the day the earth stood still. still? Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is that the music composer for forty-seven Ronin went on to become the main score and composer for the Ghost of Tsushima for the PlayStation Four. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he just did a lateral shift, samurai movie to samurai game. But yeah, he's really had a resurgence. Yeah. So and- since Matrix, so since the Matrix trilogy, he's. I'm just looking through his um, filmography. So he did like The Lake House, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, 47 Ronin, Knock Knock. But really not much in between, to be honest. Like, not, not many known films. What, one thing I do remember distinctly is before John Wick even was announced or came out. For many, many years, he would, he would be, like, on Instagram or on social media, like, posting videos of his, like, judo, taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, his martial arts routines, that he was still very, very active. And if, like, if anyone came close to Tom Cruise's level of, like, being mm. crazy fit and active in their, like, 50s, John Wick is the first person that comes to mind. Because he, I mean, not John Wick. <laughs> yeah, at this point, John Wick, at this yeah. point the name John is synonymous with Keanu Reeves. But his, his martial arts and his, uh, I, I never knew he was like into, you know, firearm training, but I think the martial arts aspect was always there. Yeah. And this is his, uh, this is his filmography since John Wick. So after that, he did... Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah, he did Matrix Resurrections. Even like the movies he did afterwards were pretty unknown. Um, he's in that movie on Netflix with uh, it's like that rom com. 
Have you seen that movie? It's he's got one of the best cameos. Oh, uh, um, where he actually punches. we watched this like two days ago. Yeah. Uh, always be my man. Always be my man. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets oh, punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. punched in the face, doesn't he? Yes. Or does he punch? Or don't no, they play he gets like, punched. They play something. Oh, he asks to get punched, right? He's like, punch me. Yeah. No, no, because the guy makes a rap about Keanu Reeves, or Keanu Reeves does the rap. Keanu Reeves is dating the. the- Girl, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he plays himself, right, in that movie. I yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like a douchebag version of himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another film where he made a cameo where he's in a restaurant listening to music. What was that one? Where he's like, he's playing himself again, I think. I forgot what it was, but it was a recent film. He's cameoing like in a restaurant listening to music and crying. Like one of those pretentious patrons at a restaurant that just is like... I don't know if I've seen that one. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot yeah. what that was. I can't yeah. believe I forgot what that was. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think he's self-aware that like, he knows yeah. that he's got that kind of cult following yeah. of, of uh, Keanu fans. And I'm not sure. Was he in the film Keanu? Uh, he was. Yeah. He's oh, credited- the cabio. Yeah. yeah. Cabio. Uh, voice yeah, cabio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. So he's ca- credited as being in that. And then he was in Toy Story 4 as- um, Oh, yeah. That, that stunt stunt. Yeah. Motorcyclist. Duke-a-boom? Uh, yeah. Duke-a-boom. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then he was... Uh, Bill and Ted faced the music after oh, that. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, And then Matrix Resurrections. And then he was Bruce Wayne in DC League of Super Pets. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Nice. Um, which we haven't seen that one yet. Um, and apparently he's going to be in Ballerina, which is the he follow-on. Is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we can That's talk about that. Prequel. In, yeah. yeah. We can talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll oh, talk about that in spoilers anyway. Prequel to this series? Oh, it's it's set in between three, uh, two and three or three and four, one of those. Oh, yeah. wow. It's probably three, because there's a ballerina segment in three, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like set yeah. during three or something. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. Inside the Romorosca house, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Just, so Anna Diarmas is playing. Oh, of yeah, course. She has martial arts training as well. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that movie on Apple TV, Ghosted. Oh, yeah. This could be like a really quick thing. It's got oh, Ada Diarmas and Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> not it's bad. okay. Like, it's not, it's a straight to streaming movie. So, okay, expect cool. what you want from that. Well, I've got a free trial. Might as well watch it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, I'll quickly cover a bit of box office about John Wick. So, uh, this is one of those franchises that progressively made more money as it went on which is like the opposite of something like Star Wars, which progressively made less money as the trilogies went on. Except for the original trilogy. Except, yes, yeah, except yeah. for the original one. Yeah, but the prequel and the, the sequel. The prequels made like steady money, I think, all three of them. The first one made the most. First yeah. one made the and the second one less. And, and then the third, third one, one about the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the sequels, it was a pretty steady steep. decline. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Well, it was steep. Well, not really steady. It was yeah. pretty steep, yeah. yeah. But... um. So, John Wick Chapter 4 is a franchise um, record in terms of worldwide box office, so $365 million worldwide. So, it's just gone past Chapter 3, which made about $330 million. Nice. Um, the first one, you know, it, it's got a – it wasn't a – it made money uh, with respect to its budget, but it wasn't a huge blockbuster hit. So, it made $75 million, uh, on a budget of $30 million. So, First one was a budget of thirty million. Then it went up to forty million for chapter two, forty million for chapter three, and then this one was a big jump to hundred million. So yeah, another uh, franchise record. So interesting this year. So we've had a lot of sequels that have come out, like Scream Six, uh, Creed Three. All of them are the franchise uh, topper. So like um, Creed Three is the highest-grossing Rocky franchise movie. 
of all time. So including the 1970s right. movies. Right, right, right. What about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? <laughs> <laughs> that's one anomaly. Yeah, I suspect it could be to do with COVID as well, like COVID ending. Yeah. The movie market resurging after, you know, what, what Top Gun did, bringing people back into the theatres. And I think people are now coming back into the theatres in greater levels than they were before the pandemic. Yes, yeah. For certain movies. Yeah. yeah. I'd say, yeah. I For think, certain cinematic experiences. Yeah. Well, yeah. the other movie we're talking about is like a fucking monster, isn't it? Blockbuster hit, yeah. yeah. So, but, but imagine if like theatres were closed and they just released it straight to streaming. I don't think it would be – it wouldn't have got that much attention. No. No, definitely. Yeah. Even though it's not a cinematic experience, you know what I mean? Like the second movie. Yes. This one yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, Super Mario Bros. Yes. <laughs> All right, we can get into our thoughts on John Wick 4. Spoiler-free still. So, Spoiler-free. Yeah, positives and negatives. So um, we can start with, Tyron, what are your positives? Um, yeah, I didn't think you would throw it to me straight away. I was, <laughs> yeah, I thought you would I thought you would start off. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good in general. These movies kind of deliver on what they, what they originally set out to do. I think they're all about... No, actually, I don't think they're all about the same. I think John Wick 1's the best one, and I think this one's the second best one, for, and I haven't seen the third one. So maybe the third one is better than this, but I I enjoyed it. It's pretty, like, action-heavy. It's very long, but kind of has... I, I don't think it has that many action sequences. It has, like, three or four but they're all extended yeah. for like 40 they're minutes. Long. Yeah. yeah. Like when you and think it's over, it's not over. It's not over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, and in general, they're all pretty interesting. The thing is with the bulletproof suits, it's like a video game because everyone takes like five or six shots to die. Yeah. So it's like watching a video <clears throat> game play through. Essentially, this movie, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is like watching some guy play like Call of Duty campaign. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Even- but- there's a one particular scene where they actually reference Hotline Miami. Yeah. You know, the, the top, With top the down. Top down. Top it's down like a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's literally I, game. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 Oh, was that the scene? Se- yeah. Were you asleep during that? <laughs> no, no, I was awake during that. But it's uh, like a top yeah. view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was sick. That was cool. That was the, really cool. This movie is the closest, like, to a video game movie that is not a video game movie. Yeah, yeah. that actually feels like a video game. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like, even the first John Wick... Um, it was very like first person shooter type. Yeah. Um, especially this guy who just like does headshots at will. It's but just- this one especially because I I don't know if the third one's the same, but because everyone takes like, everyone's wearing like armor and all this bullshit, so yeah, like everyone takes like five or six shots, and then everyone just gets finished off by a headshot in the end. Yes. But it's yeah. good to watch. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the stakes up because in the previous ones it's just like all right. It's gun fu, which is their term they they called this style of martial arts, and it's like you en- you enter with the close range, and the moment either one like lets their guard down, they get shot in the head. Mm. Whereas now it's it's much more difficult. And yeah, just going back to John Wick three, that that is where that's introduced, and it's shown as like a concierge service given to John Wick to give him extra armor. But now in John Wick four, the enemies aren't necessarily from other criminal factions they're actually from the table so okay they have all the resources so they have the best armor and stuff yeah everyone but pretty much everybody goes up against in this movie is either like heavily armored yeah or wearing the bulletproof suits yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You, yeah you should definitely watch john Wick three because like they actually you get to see their reactions to it like oh crap one shot's not 
killing them. What's happening? And they actually have to adapt and modify. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's a good watch. But uh, yeah, John Wick Four. Um, you would think the extended action sequences would get boring, but for the most part, they don't. They're they're interesting. Yeah. Oh, they know how to keep you engaged. Yeah. Like they know how to keep it new as well because it's very easy for a martial arts film to be like, all right, they're in a tussle, they're rolling around. He does a grapple and he shoots them. Same thing. No two moves are like the exact same. There's always something different. There's two on one. There's like one guy with a sword, one dude with a with a shotgun, and you know, and they, chucks, so. and yeah. they never cut away. It's always long shots, so you yeah. actually see what's happening. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the, the stunt work in this is Oscar worthy. Very good. Yeah. I, I've always thought that they should introduce an Oscar category for stunt work, and if they did it, John Wick would sweep them because the stuff that these guys do. A lot of these stuntmen are the same guys who were working with Keanu Reeves in Matrix Reloaded. Matrix so, uh, um, the, Revelations. The, the two directors from the original John Wick are both stuntmen, and the guy that does this is a stuntman. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. director. Yeah. 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 So they used to be second unit directors for stunt work. Like David Amazing. Leach did the stunt work for Captain America: Civil War. Oh yeah. Yeah. Civil War. Yeah. 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 So it's like they, movie. that's ba- they basically do these movies as just let's just do a whole bunch of stunts. Yeah. And, yeah. Pretty much. And I, I don't th- know of any other movie where, like, the fan following watches the behind the scenes almost as much as they watch the movies. Because on social media, you see all these behind the work scenes of, like, Keanu Reeves in the firing range, uh, practicing stunt driving, doing his own physical, like, st- stunt work with his team. And I think people watch that to appreciate the actual work that goes on in the background. Like, 10, 20 years ago, this wouldn't have been the case. You'd always have people doing, like, switching into the actor's role and doing their own martial arts. But that's what keeps this series alive. And I think with John Wick 4, getting into my feelings of how the film went, the it's really weird for a, for a series to have three films come out, which is the trifecta, right, the trilogy, and then extend that by saying there's a fourth one coming out and still have enough motivation, story, uh, you know, investment in the cast and crew involved to actually make a compelling story. I think they pulled it off because there's, there's a lot of things that were unresolved from John Wick 3, even John Wick two if you think about it that weren't really addressed um i went into this movie pretty much blind i don't watch trailers anymore because they they spoil too much and i was quite surprised there was a really enjoyable experience um very long uh, but i felt that they did the the length of the movie justice nothing was too gratuitous so there, there were a couple of scenes where i was like i had to really pay attention and then i'm like oh man is that the decision they're going with like towards the end or is this something that they're just keeping open-ended yeah, overall, it was. It, yeah, you're, if you're a John Wick, if you've seen any of the John Wick films, you can watch this without too I think, much. Yeah, I think if you enjoy the John Wick films, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. But if you don't, I would you're say not if gonna... you don't, this is probably not for you then. This like, is not the one that's. If you gonna... want to jump in, well, the great thing about this series is normally when a sequel comes out, what, what do streaming services do? They remove all the films, pay per view, put it on like HBO or some stupid service like Apple TV or Google Play, or you've got to pay like 17 bucks. All the films are on Netflix still. And this is a this is a decision by the production company. They want to keep the films up there so people can catch up. So you can watch all of them in like you know a couple of days, and then yeah, get, say, get up to speed. Which is why really not great. even need to watch the other films yeah. to watch this? Like it's got story and like it's got callbacks to the other ones. But you could come in completely blind and understand what's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, yeah. if if you were just you know tailing on with your mates or with, you know your girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah, absolutely, you could just watch it yeah. without having too much context. Um. But to give yourself, like, if you're if you're a film enthusiast, I'd say definitely watch one. Two is optional 
because there's no the, the story is not like two and three are kind of closely linked. One, three, and one and three before you watch four, if you really want to get up to speed, because there are some story elements. You, like it'd be great to know, for example, what certain things mean. Like what is the table? What are the rules? You know, <laughs> the continental ground rules and that kind of stuff. Um, and even just the fact that there's different institutions in different countries. Like this is the, the world building. Obviously, John Wick is known for like world building. For establishing this universe that is not visible to you know everyone, everyone else. The, the, that's what I loved about the John Wick one, two, and three. They constantly build the universe slowly. They start showing things like markers and the coins, and and the directors use their these devices to build the world up. It's a real weird fucking world that they have, but <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. And the <laughs> yeah. fact that you can't there's there's no no business on it's like everyone in this world is an assassin as well yeah. like there's very little people that aren't assassins yeah like yeah. he's walking through there's that scene in, in, in end of john wick 2 where like he's he's basically at the end of john wick 2 he's excommunicated yeah and he's running through new york and literally like every tom dick and harry homeless dude <laughs> lady, yeah. like skyscraper cleaner he's like looking at the phones messages like oh contract extended like how do you like like, How do these guys become assassins? Is there, <laughs> is there any people that just do normal jobs in this? Is they just like accountants? <laughs> uh, it's like every second person's an assassin yeah. in New York. So. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of other positives, I think the what you mentioned in terms of the world building, this one's definitely pretty international. So they spend a lot of time in Paris, in obviously New York where it's based, but also he goes somewhere in where's it in Europe? He goes to Berlin at Berlin, one stage. Berlin and then Paris. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. some time spent in Osaka, I think. Yes, yes, yes there in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Osaka as well, uh, which we were just discussing before as well. Whenever there's any segment of a movie that's in Japan, they have to get Hiroki Sanada. Yeah, Hiroki Sanada. <laughs> <laughs> he's become the he's become the poster child for like uh, the 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 old school Japanese representation, whether it be. You know, like mafia samurai or ninja. Yeah. ninja. I was little, I was watching the last samurai yesterday. And I'm like, oh look, there's another son, and it's just like he, <laughs> he doesn't age. He's just got the exact same look on his face, the seriousness. But yeah, he's he was really good in in uh, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's good in everything that he's in. Um, he was in Bullet Train as well, oh, uh, right. which Bullet is obviously Train. based in in Japan. He was in. It was actually in Avengers Endgame, which a lot of people forget, uh, in that segment with Ronan. Oh, yeah, with Ronan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, can you just imagine being a casting director? And be like, all right, we need a, we need a hardcore Japanese, uh, you know, uh, Yakuza member or, or samurai. And it's like, oh, yeah, Hiroki Sanada. Yeah. It's done. We don't even have to like, audition. He's done it like 100 million times before. So yeah. just get him. <laughs> Is he on the call? Yeah, he lives down the street from me. Yeah, like, just get him. <laughs> yeah. And of, of course, he was in Mortal Kombat, the latest Mortal Kombat. Yes, Mortal yep. Kombat. Was he in Rush Hour 3? Because Russia three had a had a Japanese yakuza element. Uh, maybe I can check. I can check his film. I, I remember. I remember. I remember Jackie Chan talking in Japanese to a yakuza member, and they were like talking about the triads versus yakuza. And I, I can almost bet my money on the fact that he was in there. He was in Russia. So he was in Forty Seven Ronin. Yeah. Um, let's see what else he was in. So he was in Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder's oh, Army yep, of the yep, Dead. Yep, yep, yep. Um, before that, he was in Life. The 2017 movie where they go into Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, when they go into space. Yeah, that's such a weird name for a movie. The borderline horror movie, and they <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, before that, he was in the Wolverine. Yes, the Wolverine, which is set in Japan, I think World War II and Japan. He was in Rush Hour Three. Yes, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's H- the main Hir- Hiroyuki Sonata. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in Mortal Kombat as well, though. Yes. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and I, I think it's not it's not bad. The fact that he he brings a lot of gravitas to every performance, but he is now typecast so effectively that he knows what to bring. Mm. You know, when whenever you need that kind of you know fatherly presence, that comforting presence, he's there. I, I like it when he's in roles that are not the antagonist, where he's actually yeah a yeah. supporting character. Where he he doesn't. There are a couple of roles where he's antagonist. He he's a uh, he's made for more. I'd love to hear his thoughts on being typecast as the typical, yeah. You know, well, it used to be that other guy um, who was in Christopher Nolan movies. You know, in Inception. Oh yeah, the Godzilla guy. uh, Yeah, him. Yeah, Um, he was in Inception. He was in Batman Begins. Oh, who's this? Um, Do you know the guy that says Godzilla? Um, (laughs) The Godzilla movies. Oh, oh, isn't that every random Asian extra? (laughs) No, but this is the guy. This is the guy that said. Oh, Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Used to be be him. Yep. 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 But now it looks like it's he's the he's the one. (laughs) No, no. He's 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 the he's always the wise world like exposition filler. Whenever there's something to do with like Japanese history or law or something, and then you got. Sanada-san, who's actually like he's the warrior, he's the he's the mafioso, he's the guy with the sword. Whereas Ken Watanabe is usually the wise guy. But yeah, those yeah. two are, are legends. It's great that oh man, I would, I would actually I'd love to see more of them like in roles that are outside of the stuff they normally do. Mm. We did stay for the end credit scene, but I is there an end credit scene? I did look I it did. up, I did. and I did. um, yeah, okay. it's to do with him. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. With it is no no, no it? it's to do with Donnie Yen's character. I thought it was to do with the daughter. Uh, that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That as well. That yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that in spoilers. Um, any negatives? I think we mentioned the runtime. Runtime's long. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is one sequence. Runtime. I mean, I get what they were going for, but like, you know the part where the guy's like walking in the gallery? Yeah. And it goes yep. for like, feels like it goes for a very long time. You just see him walking and like walking past paintings. Yeah, yeah, some kind of relevance to the paintings in the back. No, I, I didn't pay so. attention. There yeah. must be. There might yeah. be something, but yeah, yeah, I was, I was like, this is going for a while. Some long, some <laughs> some interesting choices with camera work. Um, there is I, that scene at the end where he does all this work to get somewhere, and then he has to do it oh, all it's, again. It's all yeah. Done. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. That was funny. Yeah. When it was, he gets all this work to get. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting. I I felt like the um, the. Obviously, so this this movie is shot in France. A lot of it shot in France, and I felt like there was a lot of normally in the John Wick films that kind of feel like the story is the prime is the primary impetus for moving things along, and then they used like the roads or the buildings or the things to to get the point across that there is some obstacle to get through. But I felt like you some some films you could tell it feels like a little bit too touristy, where like they're actually going and seeing major sites or that. They're they're showing the sites as if like to show off the country. This one came a little bit off like okay, they're, they're, it's entering into Bond territory where they're kind of purposefully kind of showing massive landmarks as opposed to showing like the everyday kind of hustle and bustle or the, or the, the side pieces. Which I, as a viewer, maybe it's just maybe I'm not noticing every movie does this. Mm. But um, when you have a three hour movie, it's like yeah, you you want to make sure you show what's necessary versus what's required. John Wick 2 did a good job of showing like a lot of underground of Italy and that kind of stuff. And they didn't do too much typical, you know, Italian landmarks. A lot of what you saw was like the underground, the, the, when, uh, like the, the night scene, that kind of stuff. And you get a feel for the people. And I felt like, yeah, this one could have definitely benefited from a little bit more, like, instead of gratuitously showing, oh, this is, this is what, you know, Paris is like. Mm. Maybe just kind of hinting at, the the side of Paris that people don't see, 
Yeah. They did the same as Osaka, actually, because they kind of highlighted the main touristy, like where people mostly go to visit in yeah. Osaka, but yeah, it would have been nice if they... It's not tulips, is it? It's uh, cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. not really what Osaka... I mean, they're there in Osaka as well, but it's in Osaka, it's that um, there's this square, um, and they show it in the movie with the... Uh, it's like a biscuit company. Their logo is in the square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what the biscuit. <laughs> it's like it's it's with a guy running. Um, people who who've been there. It's uh, Dotonbori is the the square. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that people mostly visit, and the the markets around that area. So they showed the market with the big lobster uh, in this in the movie in one segment. But yeah, uh, they show I, a lot of stuff in Paris. They they do mm. spend a lot of time in Paris as well. Yeah, yeah, and even Berlin. They they showed a lot of the landmarks in Berlin. There's this bridge that he walks across, and that's like... Oh, is that Charlie Bridge or whatever? Yeah. What's it called? It's called... Yeah, one of those. um, And and then there's a cathedral as well that they show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... it's I I think it it is a departure from, like, what this franchise is, because it's meant to be, like, a grounded gangster-type franchise, whereas this is going a bit more, you know... Open balls, balls to the wall. Balls to yeah. the wall. I mean, yeah. I, I, to, to its credit, other than that, very few negatives. One, one positive I did forget to mention was this is the first time you get to see people really working alongside John. Yes, as opposed to just being like temporary. Like in 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 John Wick Three, there's a nice moment where a couple of people who are hired to actually kill him have this reverent respect for him, so they don't kill him when they have the chance. They're just like, "Oh, come on, John, you're better than this." He goes a proper jewel, and they actually get up and. They fight him with respect, and as a result, John doesn't kill them. He just knocks them out as a professional courtesy, in his own words. So it's like you see these small moments of relationship. John McFaul is the first time you actually get to see, like, an acquaintance who is obviously the, uh, an antagonist, but you it starts to like see from his side as well, not just from John's perspective. So I, I'm I'm hint- I'm kind of sensing a kind of they're, they're trying to make it a little bit more uh, like a buddy. Buddy, buddy, cop, buddy, assassin type of feel. Yeah, which is uh, which is good. It, it's uh, something I've been wanting since John Wick two. Yeah, so, definitely the first two were just like John Wick is the boss and he will just take down anyone. Baba Yaga. Yeah. Oh yeah, John Wick take on. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. The yeah. first one, oh, actually, the first two, it's just like him, he, like send fifty guys, doesn't matter, he'll fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't think there's that many other. Negatives. It is what it is. Like if you don't like these movies, if you didn't like John Wick one or two or three, you're not gonna. This is you're not gonna like this. This yeah. is just one notch higher than those. So you're not gonna like this. Yeah. One. If, if you're not a yeah. fan of stunt work, violence, whether it be gratuitous or for a reason, probably not, not the film for you. And I can, yeah. I can, I can, I can only think of certain a couple of people in my mind who don't like violence at all. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, you know. Try my thing is watch John Wick one, and if you like John Wick one, then you yeah. like this. Yeah, I think John Wick one still has the biggest sort of emotional payoff. The ones after that, it's kind of stuff happens. It's more about the action than the actual emotional story, story that's sat behind the his motivation anyway. Yeah, the, the yeah. first one definitely is still in terms of a story. Now that you have a dog. You, you could you could relate to this more. Yes. Do you have it like? Do you have a place in your house somewhere where you 
like break the cement and there's like guns and shit in there. Like, yeah. Is, yeah. It, is, is it in your garage? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's that, for that to happen. He must have had like a really interesting past. Yeah. That's buried. That is buried as a result of having. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, you, you have to get a sledgehammer first to open it up. Because so. yeah. the background to the story is like, so John Wick's wife, she she just dies. She of, dies of natural causes. Yeah, nat- yeah. like cancer yeah. or something. Yeah. Like. Something yeah. Natural, yeah. yeah. And then these guys come to rob his house to get his car, and then they kill his dog. Yeah. And then the guy that does that, he's a crime boss's son. Yeah. And the crime boss, it's knows, like, if you kill him, then- Knows of John Wick. I'll right? kill you. Yeah. Yeah. But he well, kills it, him. Yeah. yeah. That one shithead basically caused- All of this. 500, 600 lives being yeah. as a result of, like, over the course of several movies. Yeah. One little shithead. <laughs> I've actually got the body count- um, Numbers across all the four movies. So, oh wow! Uh, did we have anything else in the non-spoiler section? Uh no. There is end credit scene. So if you're keen to stick around, stick around. Yeah, we should probably. It was really late. Yeah, it was very late. I was, I was tired. Yeah, <laughs> you had uh, already gone to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I give it a cognitive recalibration. I think it's it's good. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Okay. If you like these movies, it's worth a watch. I'll watch this again um, in the background. I wouldn't watch it fully paying attention, but I'll definitely watch it in the background, yeah. especially some of the action. Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half sharpened pencils out of five. <laughs> <laughs> there is a part There's with one the pencil. pencil yeah. Donnie Yen. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pencil in this one. Yeah. Which is good. Great. Okay, so spoilers. I can start with the body count. So how much do you think the body count was in number one? One hundred. It would be the least. It would be like one hundred or eighty or something. Oh, so this is, nah, these are what? all the deaths that you see on screen as a result um, of John's. As a result of John. Okay, I'm guessing around fifty. So it was seventy-seven. Okay. Um, number two rose to one twenty-eight. Yeah, one or two is ridiculous. This one would have the most. Four would be the most. And then three went to ninety-four. So it went down a little bit. Definitely triple triple digits in four. And then, um, all right, so for four- Is it just the ones that John Wick kills? Like, does the ones that Donnie Yen kill no, count? No, okay. just John Wick. Uh, in this one, it's 140. 140. Jeez. Yeah. And that's just John Wick. And Don- Donnie Yen kills, like, he nearly kills as many. Yeah. 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 That's pretty damn- Given the armor as well, that's mm. pretty impressive. So across all of the movies, I think it's almost 500. Yeah. Uh, 439 across the four. Just wasting people. Eh? All because, and this is a comment from Reddit. I don't know. All because one stupid Rusky killed some man's dog. Yeah, <laughs> five hundred lives. Yeah. That's like some Genghis Khan shit. <laughs> Anything else to tell the spoilers? So, um, well, we can talk about the end credit scene, which we didn't stay for. But what what happens in it? Uh, is it spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, okay, so, spoilers for the movie. All right, yeah. so and, and we'll go straight to the end. End credit scene, essentially, uh, Kane has got a bouquet of flowers in front of his, uh, in that square in, in, in Italy, I think, where his daughter's playing. Uh, he's about to go and give her a bouquet, I'm guessing, and re- reunite with her because he, he has the freedom to do so. He's approaching her and the camera goes from his perspective over the shoulder to someone else's perspective, like a hooded figure, and it's Koji's daughter. What's her name? Um, she's she's there. She's walking. She has a knife that she draws, and then the screen cuts out to black. So I'm guessing they're setting up a Kane movie. I oh, think if there's a TV series. I think it's not Kane. I think it's the daughter. Oh, you're the daughter. It's, I think it's going to be based off the daughter. Okay, yeah. a series. I think it's a TV series because they're doing a TV series prequel 
about the Continental. There's a trailer out for that. So that's about Ian McShane and uh, Lance Reddick's character making the Continental back in the when they first made it. That's cool. Okay. So that I didn't is, know that. Is it like a proper live action series? Yeah, yeah. There's a trailer out for that one. I, I know that. And then there's a second John Wick series that they're making. I don't know. Uh, th- I think that is what's going to be about the the daughter. That's and interesting. Possibly yeah. can. So and the then the ballerina was, uh, Shimazu Akira. Uh, mm. Her name's Akira. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. And then That'd be yeah, really the cool. ballerina movie is. Yeah, th- yeah, this this has a great potential for spin-off series, to be honest. I was actually thinking that so there's so there's Donnie Yen's character who's Kane, uh Koji's daughter, Akira. And then there's the tracker. And the tracker? Mr. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Yeah. Dog, yeah. It's a very interesting character. Like yeah. the that 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 I, that was one of the kind of grey characters in the film where it's like, I I'd love to see more of this, but there's yeah. a lot of potential for spin-off in this. Um all the assassins, Halle Berry's character and John Mc Two, three, three, three. three. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. Yeah, I thought she would turn up in this at some stage, but yeah, you know, I thought yeah. Cassius would turn up. Remember Cassius from uh, John Wick Two, on where they John Wick and him are fighting. He's the bodyguard. Oh, the he's Italian um, one. he's a uh, fucking. Doesn't he die? He's um, uh, he gets he gets stabbed in the in the heart. He's right? common. Yeah, he's yeah, common. Yeah, yeah, common. yeah, yeah. He gets stabbed in the heart, but John Wick's like, I just I I, I inserted it above your aorta. If you pull it out, you'll die. Consider it a common courtesy. So it suggests that he's not. He didn't die on screen. Yeah. And if you don't die on screen in on film, you know what they say. There's always some some caveat. You might be you might still be alive. Yeah. But but Big Boy does die. Big boy John Wick's dead. Yeah, yeah well they so, allude to it. They allude to it. They don't show it again. Yeah. They allude yeah. to it. So they, that's probably one of the biggest spoilers from this movie. But um so a potential fifth film was no longer on the table because John Wick dies in this movie. Right. Um but then because of the unprecedented commercial success of this movie, the uh, president of Lionsgate said that they might still do a fifth movie. So this they is what resurrect I'm him. <laughs> this is what I call a studio level death. All right, studio death is where you leave it open ended. Where if you need to somehow ride around it, you can. They didn't. Sh- if they don't show John Wick getting decapitated, he's not dead. They did show. They specifically <laughs> did show the dead body. They showed the gravestone. Yeah. They showed Grave the gravestone, but yeah. they didn't show the dead body. And yeah. they just show him collapsing on the steps. Yeah. But from from no vital like organ loss. It's just from blood loss, potentially. Yes. Because he yes. gets shot multiple times in the last duel where, you know, Kane and them are purposefully missing each other. Purposefully. There's no way they're just doing that like, yeah, out of chance. Yeah. So if he's getting if he's losing blood, yeah, you you'll black out before you die. Yeah. Right. And I, I honestly think that he's faked his death and everyone around him knows that he's Still alive, but they're just giving them, him this chance to yeah. live another life for someone else. It's like Maybe- the Bruce Wayne, um, Dark Knight Rises death, mm. where like the people he wants to know that he's alive know. Yeah, yeah, but everyone else doesn't because his his real name, and this gets revealed in John Wick Three. He has an actual real name that the Romorosca gave him when he was adopted from the orphan. Oh, they do say it in this, don't they? Yeah, Giordani. Giordani. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. Bravorovic or something. That's like his actual name. And I think he's actually living with that name yeah. somewhere. Well, that's my theory because I, I feel like, okay, on one side, yeah, I think he deserves to have like peace and just not have to suffer anymore. But on the other hand, I'm like, it's really hard to kill John Wick. I don't think they'll do another John Wick movie, but I think they'll do a, a ballerina too, if ballerina does well, which it probably will, and John Wick will be in it. Like he'll show up. He'll come back. Yeah, 
Yeah. And yeah. The, like they might do like a team. They might do ballerina and John Wick or something. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. He'll, he'll come back as a as a side as like a last minute cameo supporting character. Supporting maybe character. maybe in like one of them, and then maybe in another one he'll be like dual role with yeah. with um with the ballerina. Yeah. I, I would just love it if they they establish another universe, and then it's like five years down the track, part of the table gets corrupt. Like I don't know the adjudicator or something. They 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 get corrupt. They start doing wild shit, and then they just like experience all of these random killings of like important people. It's like a curse. And in the background, it's like the Baba Yaga is like still alive somewhere, but they can't prove it because John Wick's dead. I'd love that if they went in that direction. Uh, so there there isn't an official spinoff centered on Kane yet, but Donnie Yen did express interest in doing it. So that's maybe what that end credit scene. Is is about interesting? Yeah, yeah. or maybe I that think gets- it would be bait. I don't think they'll do it on Kane, but like he might be like. Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's like do you know that Hawkeye TV show where it'll be like Kane would be like uh, Florence Pooh's character. Oh, like following on instead of a flashback, like a, just following yeah. on his character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I could follow that. Yeah. Whenever whenever you give the main character like a handicap or something that. This might disadvantage him. It's interesting to see how that could mm. work. Also, so, in real life, yeah, there's no way that this guy's like got any chance against anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, this is not Avatar: the Last Airbender, like Toph level, where you get like have vibration sensing feet. So I think, yeah, his, his blindness is selective at times. I'm like, how do you know where you are in anywhere at the moment? And then sometimes he's like fully blinded. He has no idea what's happening. I love yeah. that. I love that. At the like the last act of this movie, it's like, oh, you're 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 dueling. The Marquis is like dueling with John Wick, old school tradition dueling. And he's like, oh, I want to nominate someone to take my place. I'll hire the blind man. Yeah, <laughs> like for, for a duel a, for a du- with a gun. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're gonna hire the guy that can't see to shoot a gun. <laughs> like, what's happening here? <laughs> like, how fucking messed up is this yeah. dude? <laughs> it's just. I'm just saying that if I was John Wick, I would have easily defeated Kane because he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> like you just don't make any sound and you shoot him in the head. That's it. I was saying, if you if you just start stop wearing shoes and start wearing like hush puppies or something, yeah, yeah, yeah he's. Done. Well, there was a point where um, John Wick is was on the ground and he wasn't sure if he had killed him because yeah. it's like John, are you dead? And he doesn't say anything, but then he moves and then he hears him. Yeah. So yeah. technically, if you're quiet enough, you could probably get away. I would easily kill Kane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of yeah. everyone in this movie, Kane's the easiest one to kill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this like, the when- other guy has a dog. The dog would get you if you pin him down. Yeah. John Wick's got a bulletproof suit and he's like good at martial arts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all the other guys are fucking huge in this movie. They're yeah. just like oh, monsters. Real yeah. Monsters in this. yeah. Yeah. It's. Like obviously, it's all story building. At the same time, like it's extremely hard, even if you can see, to get headshots, and the, yeah. and the rate at which I mean, look, Keanu Reeves is a great marksman, but in real life, in a combat situation, like you think about how often people get people miss with Glocks from like two meters away. In real life, police situations, and you think like, oh, you could shoot headshots consecutively. It, it's hard. So there's an element of like surrealism in this. In the whole series? Well, yeah. He gets hit by, like, four cars in this as well, and he's yeah. kind of fine. And falls from, like, five stories, and yeah. he's still fine. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, super- falls down, like, uh, multiple flights of stairs. Yeah, like, eight <laughs> flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps rolling. Like, yeah. he, 
I'm like, oh, it's going to stop rolling now. I reckon but it the does, stunt- just keeps going. I reckon the stuntman rocked up to that landmark in France. I'm like, oh, we have to roll down this. Yeah. <laughs> give me that. Give me the foam suit cover. I'll just. I, I've been to um, Sacre Coeur. I've been to Sacre Coeur. Yeah. Sacre- oh, yeah. is that the stairs? That's the, the so the cathedral's on top of the stairs, so you have to go up all these stairs to get there. Right, 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 right. Um, and the, I don't think there's any other way to get there because you have to go up the stairs. I think. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they allowed filming such such a crazy like firearm heavy movie on on those steps. Yeah, because that's that, like, sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. No, it's a good scene. That's the scene you're talking about where John Wick has to fight his way up, literally video game level, yeah, fight his like way up the tiers. Twenty twenty five minutes where well, it's longer because half an hour of it is like him. Finding his way across France, yeah, yeah. where like at like different landmarks, and they finally gets their stairs, and it's like twenty minutes of him trying to get up the stairs, yeah, and then he gets to the very top, and the guy kicks him all the way back down, <laughs> all the way down. Yeah. just one kick, with yeah. one kick, and he just keeps he just, rolling. Just rolling. Which is so I feel like he could have stopped. He could have stopped at some stairs because there are parts where it's flat. Like it's not just stairs all the yeah. way. Yeah, there's like a flat and then stairs, right? No, but so, then but there's the message. You know? <laughs> don't don't let hard knocks get you down. You have to yeah. keep going. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. It's, yeah. But then obviously Donnie Yen's character and um, the Mister Nobody character they switch sides at that at that point. Mm. Or they want to they want to get him up to to face the duel. So yeah, because Donnie Yen is. He doesn't like the other guy. The Marquis. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then John Wick saves that guy's dog. dog and he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to do this because yeah. I like my dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're, they're purposefully made that Marquis guy. So the Marquis is a completely different like entity of the table. They're not there in John Wick's one, two, or three. It's like a new side side governing body mm. to the high table. They're like the, the judges or something. Right. Um. So they introduced. I feel like they purposefully made the Marquis, uh, the Benjamin Skarsgård look. Or they picked him because he looked very much like the son of the Russian mobster in John Wick One. Like he has that punchable face look. You know what I mean? Young, uh, inexperienced, kind of over over arrogant. All of this kind of um, presumed ego that he has about his position. And yeah, I think they were, they were trying hard to channel that kind of feeling of this guy needs to die kind of kind of feeling. And that's the one thing. You, you you never get a satisfying you never get that James Bond level satisfying death. It's always like a shot to the heart, shot to the head. Yeah, it's very execution quick. style. So yeah. it's like Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. 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 I did like that yeah. sequence in the duel where last moment he takes the bullet to shoot him, but then he doesn't realise that in that last round John never fired his never gun. Never shot it. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Everyone gets everyone gets what they wanted, I guess, in the end. Yes. Yeah. Everyone gets what they want. Um I thought it was fu- there was that funny part just before the duel when John Wick's taking off his bulletproof jacket and the vest, and you just hear all the bullets dropping from his jacket. Yeah, all as, the yeah, all the impacted. It's like so many bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh man, I just like how they go around like with their with their jacket up covering their face. Yeah, it's just, yeah. there's still a it's lot so- of. Like yeah, places you can shoot. It's, it's such a video game like <laughs> weird thing that they've thought up, but it's it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. so good. Yeah, it, it actually makes me think they should actually do a proper John Wick video game because it would should, work. Yeah. It would work. Yeah. Like, make it like a mix between C four well, and in a that game, shooter. right? Keanu Reeves is in that cyber- cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk. that game was not good when it came out. Apparently, it's better now. Much better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But if yeah, guy, devs, producers, if you're listening, make a John Wick game. I swear that would. Like a single player campaign style game that'd really kill. Mm. Wait one year, release the multiplayer DLC where you can hit other people and get money. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, anything else on John Wick? I think we've basically covered it. 
uh, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, you get your money's worth. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you yeah. get your money's yeah. worth. It's, it is. It's it is a good film. Like the, I'll be honest. I actually my favorite still John Wick three. The story, the world building, the it's still like for me John Wick three is the penultimate experience. John Wick four is a great continuation. I'm glad they made it. I still like one the best. I think. Yeah, I like but one as well. This is probably my second favorite. Yeah. 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 Nice. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. All right, to a movie that's half the length of of John Wick Four, uh, Super Mario Bros. movie. So um, Super Mario. Let's jump into a bit of the follow the same structure. We'll do non spoilers, so we won't spoil anything. Although I mean, there's not that much to spoil in this movie, but we won't spoil anything, and then we'll do spoilers after that. So the movie is directed by Aaron Horvat and Michael Yelenik. So they previously directed Teen Titans Go to Movies. Which apparently is pretty good. Yeah. Um, it stars Chris Pratt voicing Mario, Anya Taylor Joy voicing Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi, Jack Black is Bowser, uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad, and Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> Seth Rogen. The runtime is ninety-two minutes. Budget was one hundred million. Uh, a little bit about the box office for this movie because it's currently the highest-grossing movie of this year. Wow! It's just ticked over one billion worldwide. That's crazy. Um, it is one of the highest-grossing movies for. So this is a Illumination production. So the uh, you'd know Minions. them from the Minions, Minions. movies. Um, so is that DreamWorks? N- no, no, it's Sony. Sony. Okay. Yeah. Universal. I think. I think it's Universal. No, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. universal. Sony's yeah. um, into Spider-Verse. Yes. Could you imagine yeah. Sony owning the rights to a Nintendo film? <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be fucked with <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. That, that would probably just drive it into the ground. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, it's uh, and it makes sense because Universal has that Super Mario world. Oh, they've got the, that world. Yeah, yeah. The, apparently it's oh, really good in the theme yeah. park. Yeah. In Japan, right? In Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's one in the US as well. Yeah, I think yeah. they've opened the US one oh, now nice. as well. Nice, nice, so nice. they own the rights to all the Nintendo uh, movies now. Uh, so anything they want to do as follow on from this. Interesting. Um, the Sonic movies are owned by Paramount. So uh, the Sega Universe movies. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so everyone's wanting to. Well, I, I haven't seen this movie, so but everyone's wanting um, a kind of Super Smash Brothers eventuation like a, for this, like a yeah. multi multiverse style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which Sonic is part of Super Smash yeah, Brothers. I don't know if he would yeah. be able to cross over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll talk about where this stands in terms of other video game adaptations. But in terms of Illumination movies, so it's already at number five in terms of the highest grossing Illumination movies. It's probably going to get to number one, to be honest. So Minions in uh, 2015 is the highest grossing Illumination production. So that made $1.1 billion worldwide. Uh, Despicable Me 3 is just made over $1 billion. Despicable, Despicable Me 2 made uh, almost $1 billion, $975 million. And then Minions Rise of Gru, last year's Minions Rise of Gru, uh, made $939 million. So currently, no way. Um, after this weekend we're, in which we're recording, Super Mario Brothers will be at least number three on this list. That's crazy. Um Likely number two, and then probably in the next couple of weeks, it'll be number one. Because I remember Despicable Me movies were like, they were like crazy viral. Yeah. And if they hit a billion after, like just now, that, that is in like after many years, and Super Mario Brothers is hitting that within a month. Yeah. That's not insane. even a month. I think it's like, yeah, three weeks. So. It's come, come at a good time where there's not any other animated movies out. Yeah, and oh, it's school yeah, holidays as well. School holidays here in Australia yeah. uh, and, and the over in the US as well. Oh, yeah. as well for Easter. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What well, they would have got an Easter break. Yeah, yeah. Good. So it's yeah, it's come at a ideal time, and uh, people fucking love Mario. <laughs> that's right. Like yeah. who doesn't know Mario? <clears throat> yeah. Um, and this is this movie is geared like most of the Illumination movies towards kids, but the key thing with this, which the Minions movies probably don't have is that adults will go to this as well oh yeah 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 i don't think there's an adult today. i hear it's not very adult oriented though but yeah, yeah go on yeah oh yeah it's yeah. no super mario brothers x but yeah it's like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not the porn parody but but it's it's like um there, there's no adult today who grew up in the 90s who doesn't know the name mario Mm. You know, it's, well, it's, a, it's a household name. It's one of the it's most the longest names. running like video game franchise, probably. Yeah, like you might not even know Super Mario Brothers, but you know who Mario is. Yeah, you might not know, uh, you know, like the games, but you know Princess Peach. You look at it, oh yeah, that seems familiar. Like I've seen her in Mario Kart or something like that. Everyone's so, played Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Is, everyone knows Mario Kart as well. Like even my parents know what Mario Kart is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember yeah. your dad was playing it, and he's like, "I'm already struggling. What the hell are these cows doing?" Today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. So it's like it's it's quintessential. So it's, it's yeah, it's really interesting seeing kind of society react to this film the way like box office wise. I'm I'm kind of surprised, but I'm also I shouldn't be, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, I feel like everyone's been waiting. Been I think waiting they had this. a pretty easy job. Like they just had to do it. They they had to do it well enough that it doesn't ruin. They just the, had to do something that looked yeah. like Mario. So it's also yeah. like. It looks like Mario, firstly. Yeah. So the animation looks like the games. Yeah. But um, they just had to follow a very simple basic storyline. 
and do Mario. Just use stuff from the games. Like, just do. So, what know. what is the storyline? You want to go? Yeah. yeah. So, so the storyline is. Um... Wait, can I guess it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. guess. Go, go for it. What do you think Bowser, Bowser wants Peach. Yeah. Um, and he tries to kidnap her and something about stars and they have to go find a star. Close. <laughs> close. Is that Pretty it? close. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they, they, they moved away from the damsel in distress kidnapping. I know that angle. Peach doesn't get kidnapped. Yeah. So I, but, but everything yeah. else is correct. So he yeah. does get the star. He, yeah. The opening scene is essentially he's invading the penguin kingdom. Oh, it's in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To get yeah. their star. And then yeah. he uses that to launch an offensive against uh, all, all the other kingdoms. Against the mushroom kingdom. And yeah. I think his goal is, yeah, is his goal is to get Peach, but yeah, he doesn't start off with kidnapping Peach because if you get Peach, it's like, why are you still around, bro? So, yeah. so <laughs> is the objective for Mario and Peach to get the star off Bowser? Well, it's actually to save Luigi because Luigi gets sucked into Bowser's dimension or kingdom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, actually, the, the, the way the movie starts is that it's not set in Mushroom Kingdom. It's set in Brooklyn. Mario and Luigi are actual plumbers, and they live in an Italian family household with a joint family, like you know, all the way from like the father down to the nonnas down to the uncles and aunties and stuff, which is a really, really interesting choice. And they, I, I don't know if you guys ever watched SpongeBob SquarePants, but when you see SpongeBob, it's like you don't know if he's middle aged, if he's like a thirty year old single guy living in his house, or if he's like a teenager. Mm. And that ambiguity is like the exact same energy they bring to Mario. They want people to relate to him, but he has a mum, he has a dad, he has a nonna, and he's like in his room playing video games at times, but he's trying to make it as a plumber. Um, so there's this kind of focus in a real world Brooklyn style sense where, yeah, they're actually plumbers, and that's that's the way they kind of get their name out. They make this TV ad- advert. The Super Mario Brothers is meant to be the the plumbing crew. Um, and there's all. Uh, by the way, the whole everything in this film is like a reference to something that happened in the past. So like the first appearance of Mario and Luigi as a, on a video game was. Um, in wrecking, I think it was it was it was the one where Donkey it's Kong. It's the Donkey battles. Kong one. Donkey Kong one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then after and that, I think in that he's called Jump Man or something. Yeah, he Jump is Man. called Jump yeah, Man. Correct. Yeah. And there's a, there's a character called Jump Man in this in this who's yeah. like referencing that, like he's referencing like uh, Mario's ex employer. Like it's that Super Smash Bros. Re- level. You guys remember that? Like Donkey Kong's at the top and the barrels keep rolling down. Oh, yeah, 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 that was yeah, that yeah, one. Jump Man. Yeah. And yeah, then after yeah. Jump Man, there was another one where it's like you're literally just navigating. There's another stage where it's just like pipes. And the turtles coming along, and the brothers have to keep going along and go up. So yeah, it's like yeah. after that, Super Mario Brothers came out. So there's references to the, their history, but it's set in a real world Brooklyn, um, and like an animated Brooklyn. And then they get sucked into this through circumstance, and they get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom um, from a warp hole or something. And that's where the story kind of takes you from a grounded sense of, oh, these are these aren't the Mario Brothers we know. They're like actual people who are trying to make it as as plumbers. And now they're like trying to uh, reunite and rescue each other in these fantastic kingdoms. So the story is like, so they become, they're plumbers who become heroes in order to save the environment that they're in. And on their path, they meet Princess Peach, who's like actually treated like the leader of the people. She's not like, oh, yeah, she's not completely helpless in this. She's competent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Bowser captures Luigi. And then Peach and Mario go to save Luigi. Um, well, Bowser's going to invade the Mushroom Kingdom anyway to get Peach. So Peach was always going to try to go there. Yeah. So uh, Mario. Tattled. And then Mario ends up going there because he wants to save, save Luigi. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they both get pulled into this alternate realm. Luigi just ends up by through his sheer bad luck. In Bowser's in a, part of in it. A, in, yeah. a, in a dark realm. And Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, and so, the, yeah, the story progresses and there's different like elements here. But- 
as like 90s kids, I'm looking at this going like, I'm looking, I honestly, I had a great time because I didn't expect there to be any film ever to be made like this. I'm just looking for like references and cameos 24-7. I was just looking at that the whole time. I'm like, oh, that's a reference to Luigi's Mansion. Like the first place Luigi ends up in is a dark, dank Mm. world with like skeletons and he just runs into a mansion. With like dry bones and- With dry bones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, he's got a torch and he's looking around a mansion. Like this is a Luigi's Mansion reference. This is like for all of Luigi. Mario Kart. There's a Mario Kart segment. Oh, it's a Mario Kart segment. There's There's probably a kind of a reference to Smash Bros when- DK is um, first. Oh yeah, because they go. It's on that bridge, and then yeah, yep, and then DK yeah, essentially challenges him to a fight. Yeah, yeah. Saying, you know, and and the whole Donkey Kong family is like straight referenced out of DK sixty four, Donkey Kong sixty four. Mm. So Cranky Kong, Funky Kong is the guy who picks up the brothers. I'm pretty oh, sure it's Funky, Funky Kong. Kong. Yeah, Funky Kong. Yeah, and he's yeah. driving a car with a rhino on it, which yeah. is a Donkey Kong Country reference. And there's a uh, Diddy Kong. Yeah, the Very, Diddy Kong in the audience. Yeah. Um, I think there's even a slight because Diddy Kong, this Diddy Kong racing game, it was always like a parallel to like Mario, Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a segment when they go to the Donkey Kong, um, when they go to meet Donkey Kong, where they also race. Or well, there's a, there's like a they're in a cart. Yeah, uh, every, everyone's in carts yeah. just to travel around the place, and that's where the cart comes. Like the Donkey Kong Land Kingdom, all just moved by by carts. Yeah. Special mention when Donkey Kong's introduced, they played the Donkey Kong rap. Yeah, from DK sixty four, and I was like, "That's the last Apparently, thing I was um, expecting." Seth Rogen um, wanted that. Like yeah. he 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 said that oh, they really? they should do that. They should do that. That was his one oh, thing that so they good. that they had to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kudos yeah. to Grant Kirkhope for composing that. He wasn't credited in the credits for it, but when he found out on Twitter that it was in there, he lost his mind. He was like, "Oh my god, this is the worst rap I've ever made. I can't believe it made it to the film." <laughs> now it's in the official soundtrack. Yeah, and I think the music cues. Like just references in general, like you mentioned, there's a lot of references just here and there. But oh, even the musical sorry. or like sounds, like when they go into pipes, there's that sound that do do do. Yeah, they, yeah. they do that every time. <laughs> yep. And then, um, and it's it's not like lifted from the games. It's like an adaptation of how it might be in the real world. Hmm. Interesting work. And when you're going to Princess Peach's castle, like the Nintendo Mario sixty four theme of like the, you, first thing you enter in the nice yeah. like waltzing movements. That's the same. Yeah. Um, Mario's ringtone was the GameCube, GameCube startup tone. Yeah. Oh yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. There's so many nice little references for like the older fans of the series and Nintendo fans in general. Um, but that whole thing about keeping a movie for kids, making a movie for kids while still catering for the older crowds—that's an art. That's something that this f- this film did well. There's some jokes in this that like only only like that, that little uh, star bit that's jail, oh, yeah. yeah, and it's like. Oh, this it's hilarious. I'm not going to spoil it for you because you might enjoy that. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, there's there's parts in it that grown-ups will be like, okay, yeah, I remember this. Or this is funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the animation is... So the only thing I'd say about Illumination animation, it tends to be pretty basic. Yeah. yeah. It's not Sony. It's not Sony or like Pixar or Disney. Like it doesn't have the like detail that those movies tend to have in terms of the animation. Like an example is like um, in Monsters, Inc., Sully's fur, you can see like each bit of hair in his fur. Right. You right. don't see that level of detail <clears throat> yeah. in like minions. Um, but for what they needed to do for this movie, it looks like the games. Like it looks like Mario from the games. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, it looks like Mario Kart. Like, I remember Mario Kart on the Wii U was the first one where I was like, okay, this looks like an animation. Yeah. That's where the graphics are starting to meld with the film. And there were moments here and there where I could tell, okay, they, they showed a bit of Mario's texture on his overalls. Like yeah. you could tell it was like jeans, jeans, like it was yeah. denim. Yeah. But they didn't. Go further than that. Yeah. 
And this is where you get that feeling. I don't know if you guys remember when we went from Smash Brothers Melee to Smash Brothers Brawl. It was that trailer where like they just tra- transitioned from the shiny graphics of the GameCube to like the detailed textures of the of, of the Wii or something. Yeah. And some people were like, yeah, if you make it too realistic, it starts to then lose. Like the Disney live action remakes. <laughs> it yeah, loses yeah. something. Like Lion, yeah. King, Lion King's perfect example, right? Yeah. When you start to abstract away from the animation and it gets too realistic, you kind of pull it, back. You, you don't accept it. You that lose anymore. a lot. Yeah. So it's like if they started making the pipes like metallic and rusty and like actual like manhole covers, you'd start to be like, oh, I don't buy this. But when you make it shiny, plasticky and fantastical enough and it's got that toy element. Yeah. Then you start to actually commercialize it in your mind and you go, okay, this is something I can play with in my mind. This is something I can actually, like, if this was a side scrolling, there was a there was a scene with yeah, like a side was. scroller yeah. in Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. And I'm like, I would love to play this as a game. There's like a little scene where they're both like running up ladders so this and is before they go to the mushroom kingdom. Yeah, so yeah. This is just, and they're dodging yeah. real life things yeah. like dogs and cats and and and. Yeah. Uh, um, like a, I think there's a banana on the floor or something. Yeah, there was a. I think there was a banana and Luigi. Of course, he. He's the one that slips on it, but yeah. he's, he's like lagging behind. But Mario's like getting ahead, and um, it was a good. Um, it, it was like the Super Mario games right. that we that we played in the past, where you can also have two plays at once. So it was, I hear yeah. there's a a uh, a perfect replica of the first Super Mario Brothers level in this as well. Uh, yes, yeah. In that you actually see it happening. So Mario's in his room playing the NES, right? No, no. I, like Mario's doing it. Oh, Mario's doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that with Peach when he goes? I think it's either in the training uh, yeah, level. I the think training the montage. Training yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a. I've seen in the trailer. It's like the part where he's like he's in the sky. I think. Yeah, yeah. And he's that's, like running yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. with yeah, yeah. Peach. Yeah, that's yeah. with Peach. So Peach actually, when when Mario comes in, Peach is like she's she's like the leader of the, of the Toad people. She's like leading. She's basically trying to master forces and lead a counteroffensive. Mario comes along and he's like, oh, maybe I can help. And Peach is like, ah, okay. But first you have to show me what you're made of. And Peach runs Mario through this obstacle course. And she guns it. She runs through this thing and she's been practicing it for like her whole life. But she's been, she's naturally gifted in these things. And she did it. And it's like, it kind of pulls you back. Like, oh, wow. I didn't know Peach could do uh, proper platforming. <laughs> yeah. Is Daisy like, in this? No. No, not not in this. So uh, we can get to the characters that are not in this and are likely to be introduced later. Yeah. Um, one thing about Peach also is, I think it's Super Mario Brothers 2, where you can play as her. Yeah. You yeah. have to beat um, the whole game, and then you can play as her, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure, was it Super Mario World? Super Mario World or Super Mario Brothers 2, where you actually start off, you're playing as four characters, like you basically, all four, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad, are kind of playable, and you can choose who to actually lead the group. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like platforming. But you're right. There was one where Peach was made playable pretty early on. And apparently a lot of people used to play with Peach just because she had that jump where she can just float. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's in um, Smash Smash Bros. Bros as well. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peach used to... I used to play a lot as Peach in Smash Bros. I always use Daisy in um, in Mario Kart. In Mario Kart. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But also Peach had her own game on the DS. It was called Super Princess Peach. And oh she, yeah, yeah, and, and she was the main kind of thing. It was yeah. like Miyamoto always said that he always envi- envisioned Peach as being as acrobatic as anyone else, but like the fact that she she represented that typical oh you know the, the dress wearing princess. People maybe didn't see her as oh that, that that's not what you're made to kind of jump around and platform or you want to ground pound or something. So yeah, anyone questioning oh whether or not this is normal? Yeah, that's exactly what the creators had in mind for her the whole time. So um. It was it was it was great to see that they didn't 
do the the easy choice would have been to make a damsel in distress movie like Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Right? Or Super Mario Odyssey where Princess Peach is in need of rescuing or something and Mario has to do some stuff to get to her, which is great when you're playing a game. Um, yeah. But I, I think that this worked a bit better because you get to see how... The, the, I think the reason why they went with Chris Pratt and Anya Taylor-Joy, again, is that when you're looking at the faces of Peach and Mario, they're not lifted directly from the game's model. They look a little bit more anthropomorphized, like the features are a little bit more relatable. And the accents as well, it's not Charles Martinet doing the voice, Yeah, right? Charles Martinet did have some nice yeah, the cameo, um, cameo. Yeah. so he played Mario's dad, um, and he also played a, uh, like, a, like a different character, like an actual plumber, who, who, was the, who was the stereotypically Mario voice. Yes. Oh, yeah, and he's like a fan of, um, or oh, he's like playing a game or something in the... In the pizza parlor that they go to, he's, yeah, 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 he's playing right. a game, but yeah. he's also he's like he's a supporter of the brothers, yes, yeah, like saying, right. oh, you know, you, you're doing great and stuff. But they made his like Mario's voice like an actual Brooklyn Italian voice mm. with a slight accent, not not too heavy, and I think that works because it's like that's the original inspiration for Mario was that Miyamoto was staying in in, in America and one of the landlords his name was Mario and he just observed all this stuff about you know the, the people coming, the plumbers are usually migrants, so it's like it's it's close to the story. But it also you get used to it real quick. You're not wondering like why why isn't this Mario got this stereotypically Italian accent? No, you're not thinking that. Yeah, um, and he doesn't really talk that much in the games anyway. So oh, like he just has a couple of catchphrases. Yeah. Oh, he barely yeah. talks. Yeah. yeah, in Mario 64, he doesn't talk at all. There's no talking in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no talking. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, like, he, like when he's jumping, he's like so long, game. How was it? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly small, just small. like speech bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he never said so long gay Bowser. He just said so long Bowser. <laughs> People on the internet go nuts over this. Like they think he's like so long gay Bowser. <laughs> Is um, Toad's in this? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's the Toad. Yeah. There's like a main Toad, but then there's, there's the like t- other Toads. Yeah, like- Toadette. A toadette. I did see one. I did see one toadette. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In the in the background. Yeah. No, like no dialogue, but yeah. yeah. Baby Bowser. Uh oh, I think there was, I think there was a reference. Was that playing in the there was yeah. like a rock band? I'm pretty sure Oh Bowser no, no, Jr., you mean? Bowser the, the, Bowser Jr. There Bowser Jr.'s there. I There's didn't a see baby, baby Bowser. Ba- baby Bowser's a person as well, isn't there? Or yeah, is it just, just Bowser, Bowser when he's a baby? Yeah, yeah, no, baby Bowser's the main villain when you're playing Yoshi's Island. Yeah, that's so right. Mario's yeah. a baby, but yeah. Bowser's a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is Baby Mario and Baby Luigi in one small segment. Yeah, small flashback. Okay. Yeah. There's also Baby Peach actually in one small segment. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. There's Baby is Peach. There well. Boo. Yes, in uh, oh, in, in the wedding. In the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He turns. <laughs> yep, yep. So, it's, it's it's King Boo as well. King Boo. Oh, yeah. King Boo. King with the crown. Yeah, King Boo. Yeah. Uh, King Bomom is there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I, I was I was laughing. Cooper Trooper. Yeah, there's loads of Cooper Troopers. Cooper, yeah, Cooper Troopers. There's, yeah. there's the yeah, red yeah. shell, the flying ones, the this flying blue shell. Burns. Yeah. Uh, there's a really cool spiny shell moment where it's like... Right. First bomb? Uh, yeah, yeah, first yeah. bomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a really cool moment there. Um, yeah, they, they, they brought in all the... Like as many different elements of the villains. Lots of the, lore. Lots yeah. of lore. There, there's no... So there's no... Bowser Jr. as a character, like as a, as an actual person who comes on the screen and is like, Dad, what's going on? Because there's 10 kids, right? Um, so it's like, yeah, they didn't bring... The, they, they were the Shy Guys from... They were Shy Guys. Guys. Shy Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shy Guys. And they yeah. make the sound that they make. Uh, it's, is, is that, that what it is? They, 
Do they make like, any sounds? Oh, oh, it's like mute sounds. It's like, it's like uh, it's yeah, like they, that. they make yeah. like a. They, they're the sound they make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't talk, obviously. So yeah, they, they don't talk. Yeah, there's a there's a sighting of like a herd of yoshis yes. as Mario and Peach. So I know the end credit scene is a Yoshi egg cracking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's probably hinting at the next one. Yeah, but there is Yoshi's in and this the movie. The Yoshi egg is in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. It's in the sewers of Brooklyn. Okay, right. But there is. There's actually Yoshi's, Yoshi's already in the movie, so yeah, this yeah. must be the Yoshi. That's yes, crack. Yeah. yeah, you just see them in the back, like they don't yeah. play an important role in this okay. movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, so next movie, I guess they'll bring in Yoshi. Uh, other characters that are not in this movie, uh, obviously, we've just been like spoiling this, but it's you've probably seen it by now. Yeah, um, it's, not, it's, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a story heavy. Like you're not going to spoil yeah. it if I tell you that. Yeah, Peach does not get with Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist if that was, yeah. I'm sure there's universe where there yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Waluigi, Wario. Oh, they're not in it? They're not in it. Yeah. Uh, but I could see how they would probably end up being in it. They're probably like cousins of Mario that, and That is what world. they are. They're oh, cousins. Yeah. Yeah. They're cousins. They could yeah. totally work. They're such an amazing duo. Like, yeah. yeah. And uh, to be honest, I'd love to see more of Bowser. Jack Black killed yeah. it as Bowser. He was so good. On and- the voice cast... Um, Chris Pratt was fine, uh, but in terms of standout, I would say Jack Black was actually really good. Yeah. Uh, and Seth Rogen was actually pretty good as well. Yeah, so, Seth Rogen was Seth just Rogen's Seth Rogen. voice suits Donkey Kong. Yeah. yeah. He, didn't, he didn't act a bit. Like, even Seth Rogen's laugh. They, 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 laugh, they, they yeah. animated Donkey Kong's laughing around Seth Rogen's laugh, so yeah. he was just like... Donkey Kong's just laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's the Seth Rogen bit, bro. <laughs> that's not even Donkey Kong there. <laughs> yeah. And Jack Black gets a chance to even sing as Bowser in this. So oh, Peach is... That, that yeah. song is very viral, and it's stuck mm. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It, yeah. Apparently, it's, it's worthy of... Of, like it's technically going to be submitted into the, the song, know, original song. song. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Um, I don't know if you know about this, but about Jack Black, he writes a song for every movie he's in. Yes, I heard. And about, it's I heard not. This. It's not like the song doesn't have to be in the movie. He just himself writes a song for every single movie he's yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he sang one for Jumanji. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Dude, Jack Black is so talented. I, I would actually love to hear like an album of his last few, like 10 movies, all yeah. the stuff he's done. Yeah. <laughs> so this, the Peaches one was the one he wrote for this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they actually put it in the movie. Yeah. Um, anything else? There's-, uh, there's a lot of... Um, so, again, there's, there's, there's a crap ton of Easter eggs. Yes. So, so he plays Kid Icarus in his bedroom. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we could see Pit. Yep, we could see yeah. Pit. Uh, there's a there's an Arwing statue from Lilat Wars or Star Fox sixty four. If you're on his TV, yeah, on his yeah. TV. Yeah. Um. So do you think that there's a potential for like a Super Smash Bros. thing? Like if they like do a multiversal. Even before they do that, I would love to see like this is Just going separate into movies. Like, Nintendo yeah. movies because yeah. Nintendo. The first thing you see when you see this movie is like Nintendo is now a publishing entity that can make movies. So it opens the floor to like a lot of possibilities there there's a there's a slight small references to like the other niche franchises like f-zero or uh, metroid there's like in the news ticker there's like small small references like saying lv2246 was listed as being exterminated or something yeah which is like was there an earthbound reference somewhere oh, i was looking for an earthbound reference i think there was S- but i can't remember sesh yeah. yeah yeah i can't remember it, it would have been in the form of like um like a yo-yo or a bat i yeah. think uh, there was also in the Donkey Kong, like the Mario Kart arena, there's like an awesome scene where like each of the characters gets to pick out their carts. And it, like, just yes. like in Mario Kart, you it's get to like pick out how you're your, selecting, yeah. your parts yeah, yeah, yeah. and pieces. And Mario's- it's a different, you know how you can have like the different tires and the yeah. different, yeah, it was, it was that. The yeah. red, if anyone's listening who wants to play Mario Kart, the best 
build is you choose a medium-sized character, so like a daisy or a peach or something like that, and then you go the teddy the teddy cart. The teddy cart, yeah. 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 Um, so it's got a teddy bear on the front. And the And then you've got the red rollers. Yeah. Yep. So there's the red rollers. They're like one of the smallest wheels. Oh, really? Yep. And then the the thing doesn't really matter. What's it called? The um the flying the, the parachute or parasol, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't matter that much. Yeah. But the teddy cart, the, the rollers, and the medium sized character. Okay. You win every time. That's well. You got to be good as well. But I, you, I usually yeah. go the lighter character with the um because they have their their equivalent of a teddy. Or they, they have, have a teddy, teddy cart. Or yeah. they yeah. just have a teddy cart. Yeah. I usually go to the lighter character. The heavy ones, I don't. I yeah. Don't really I, I went yeah. heavy when I played the Wii one, but in the newest one, yeah. the the medium characters. So well, guys, the Wii one, yeah. it was just bike. Like, you just go bikes. Bikes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bikes. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys are selecting for, like, performance and speed. I just, I'm full aesthetics. Whatever <laughs> looks good. <laughs> no, you got a couple of You got a couple of I would it be? I would it be? What's the point? Still spi- good that's, at what, Mario that's what Kart. the spiny shell is for. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that Mercedes cart in um in the yeah yeah, yeah yeah, but my, it's not that great. No, nah, my my favorite's the one that looks a bit like the uh, the F one hot rod racer. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah there yeah. is that one. It's yeah, just yeah, it's just yep, quintessential yep. Luigi dead state. You know, it's just yeah. like yeah, that's my favorite one. There's always the standard cart, like from the original like, oh, yeah. Mario Kart sixty four. Well, that's what that's yeah. what in the movie like Mario chooses the standard. Yeah, he chooses the standard. He goes the standard. Yeah. 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 Peach chooses yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest part is like. You Toad's just see them got, coming in. Toad's got this like monster truck <laughs> with massive wheels, and the, yeah. and I remember the audience when watching it, they lost it. Yeah, they found that hilarious, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's good." And DK's got a similar cart as well, right? He's got a bigger. Oh, he's got like rocket power. Yeah, yeah, he's got like monster truck jeep, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, no, like I, I've seen so many side spin-offs of different kind of races, like arcade races from like SpongeBob Universe or Sonic or Crash Bandicoot. No one does it as good as Mario. Like, mm. yeah, like Mario Kart. the closest is yeah. the Crash Bandicoot racer, which is decent, but yeah. Mario Kart's so. Well, much you better. can tell they're all trying to replicate the formula. Yeah. The original is always going to be the best. Yeah, yeah. Mario thought- Kart's still good. Mario Kart Eight is still amazing if if you play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought they'd fit in a a battle. Mario Kart sequence rather than oh, yeah. race oh, Mario with, Kart with the balloons. balloons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, Battle has never been as good as it was in N64. Like 64 after that, best, it's yeah. it's very much died off. Oh, like, they made just, the levels too big. That was a problem. But I the, think it's just our generation that has that fondness with the battles in Mario yeah, yeah, Kart. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think any other generation yeah. really does. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember playing where like when you're playing split screen as well, they had to cut the frame rate. By half, so that each person that's gets 15 frames. That's why one of that levels is fucking off the chain. You go so fast. Yeah, that's yeah. why you go, it, it just skips class frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just hilarious. <laughs> going like 15th, like five it's, frames a second, and you're just going fast. It's so. ridiculous. And you know how fast. there was like a hole in the middle of that level, and yeah. you could get over it if you had like a star or a boost? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, battle is battle is very fun. Only in N sixty four and yeah, after the that, other ones. Yeah, yeah it's, oh yeah, fell off. Yeah. Just fell off. Yeah, but I like the fact that they focus so much on Mario Kart. Just shows how many people are playing Mario Kart versus the traditional Mario platformers. Yeah, I think the traditional Mario experience is a niche experience, whereas the Mario Karts. Oh, everyone can play. Everyone Mario plays Kart. it. You yeah, play yeah. with your parents. You play it with your girlfriend. You, your wife. Your kids. Whatever. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone just just chuck a game on and you 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 drift. Yeah, <laughs> and you spot and chuck. Yeah, literally chuck. anyone could play Mario. I think like in terms of steep learning curve, it'd be like Mario Kart's probably easiest. You can just come in and play it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like the Super Mario games because 
the side scroller ones because they're kind of easy to get onto, and then the ones after that. I think Super Smash Bros is a little bit more niche. Like you got to learn it a you bit. You can just sit there and just keep pressing A in Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with the recovery. The recovery, yeah, yeah. with yeah. Super Smash Bros. Yeah, and Super Smash Bros. is probably the, that's probably the most niche group if you think about the the crowd that plays it competitively. Um, yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, like it, without items and everything as well. Like the actual oh, yeah, oh, the competitive rules. Smash Bros. scene yeah. is like I remember they when they announced uh, Smash Brothers for the Wii U, they had a massive tournament like and they broadcast it, and it was when they announced Mega Man, it was insane. It was like proper stadium level like crowds, and and they were they were getting at it. But um, yeah, again, mass appeal is going to stay with Mario Kart and and the you know the the mobile phone games as well, like the yeah. easy to approach stuff. Yeah. So as a, as a commercial enterprise, this is. It's it's a commentary on what's worked, and also what probably they're going to invest in. Yeah, in and future. it's interesting they went straight to Rainbow Road as well. Like, oh, which is yes. like the the final but level. Rainbow but- Road is the most like noticeable Mario Kart level. Like, if you ever if you ask anyone name a Mario Kart level, yeah, it'd be they'll say Rainbow Road. Yeah, like yeah. as the first one. They might name something else afterwards, but yeah. the first one they'll name is Rainbow Road. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Although they did mention, is it Delfino Plaza, Delfino Square from like, Mario Sunshine? Yeah, I think no, they- no, it's in it's in Wii. No, oh no, it's in um, yeah, it's in Wii. But that that level, Delfino's, yeah, Delfino Plaza yeah. is in the is in Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, yeah. and it's referencing Super Mario Sunshine. Yes, yeah, Delfino I think Square. they do reference that in this because when uh, Mario's going up to Peach's castle, yeah, he goes through certain areas, and I think one of them is Delfino. Oh, it's like a like a beachy paradise kind of yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's a good time. Like you you can you could go in there and just maybe have played one or two games. You'll pro- you'll probably find a reference or two. Yeah. Like definitely. I haven't played Super Mario Odyssey yet, but I could I could see there's tons of references to Super Mario Odyssey. Like there's a desert level where they're going through and it's just like that's straight out of Super Mario Odyssey. The whole fact that Bowser's wearing like white wedding garb was from Super Mario Odyssey, the last act of it, is like Mario and Bowser are both wearing like their wedding attire, oh, yeah. trying to marry Peach, and Peach is like, I don't want to marry anyone. And that's the end of the, <laughs> the, end of the game. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how they went with. I haven't played a straight Mario game since Super Mario Galaxy, so. All right, yeah, you should yeah. try the LGBTQ ones. They're really nice. LGBTQ. Because <laughs> you said you haven't played it straight, mate. Right. Um, yeah. I was like, what are you saying? When Mario's <laughs> going after Birdo. Birdo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one character we didn't see. Who? Yeah. Birdo. Birdo. Yeah, we didn't see. Yeah. Well, if you don't see Yoshi, you can't just throw Birdo in the yeah. mix. <laughs> no, what is Birdo? A, like, is he a Yoshi? I'm pretty sure he's trans. Yeah, like which game like, is he? No, I'm not even joking. What is the character? I'm not even joking. I'm pretty sure Miyamoto said they wanted to introduce someone who is like intersex, but no, he's like he's not a Yoshi. He can like inhale from his nose, but so it's like a Kirby kind of. It's weird. Yeah. It's like uh, his first appearance was in one of the 2D Sky side-scrolling games. So I'm not sure okay. exactly what species. He no is. Kirby in this. No, no. Well, no. Kirby's technically a separate game, right? There's no. Yeah, yeah. Kirby's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so it's like Star Fox and like. Yeah, like, uh, those are like references. Yeah, like in the actually, I think Kirby's yeah. going to be. If is anyone going to make a like a in-universe appearance, it'll be Kirby, because they're really close to the to the whole universe of the central. Does Kirby, story. Kirby doesn't talk as well, right? Nah, Kirby yeah. doesn't talk. But there's other characters in the Kirby. Meta Knight like, talks. I think Meta Knight talks. King Dedede talks. Yeah, mm. they could really do a nice series with with them. Was um Rosalina in this? No. No, but she's hinted at because yeah. one of the star bits, the star, yeah. they're, they're in the game. And Peach's backstory in this is very similar to 
to the... Do you remember in Super Mario Galaxy when you find pages? And it goes into the story of a young girl who landed on a, on a starry world. I felt that was referencing Rosalina's Rosalina. yeah. story. So Rosalina will most definitely make an appearance eventually. Yeah. But again, that's like, what, what is the purpose of introducing all these characters? It would be to either expand and show their own stories or to have them all in one big kind of Super Miss Smash Mother style, up. like team up or something. Yeah. And so, they do mention that Peach might be from the like same world as Mario because she's human. Right. Yeah. Um, so potentially Daisy's like- Daisy's just her the, sister. In yeah. the real world. Yeah. In the real world. Yeah. yeah. In the real world. Yeah. And uh, another thing I forgot to mention, when you're going through um, the castle- in the Mushroom Kingdom, Princess Peach's castle. You see, like, portraits of different worlds all around the place, like Mario's- Oh, like in 60. Yeah. Where you jump yeah, in. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't the same portraits, but there were other portraits of different worlds. So, yeah, so many little, like, nice nice nods. Nice yeah. nods to different universes. I, I would personally love to see Nintendo do another film. Maybe not as- Not for the same market. Yeah. Me, personally, like, I've- I would kill for a good Metroid film. Yeah, because Metroid itself was inspired from Alien, from um, Alan Ripley's character, and it's like, well, if they do a Metroid film, that's just a full circle movement, yeah. and it comes back to like we, we don't have many space horrors in film anymore. It's been a while since we had yeah. one, and this would be a really nice way to kind of show that. Well, I think a really good decision with this movie was making animated. Um, oh yeah, unlike like the well, other. Oh, you mean the, I think the if they're going to do, <laughs> I think if they're going to do a a joint universe, they should just keep everything animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Animation, should, yeah. I think live action in Nintendo, you could only do it for certain. Like I could see the Zelda, Zelda yeah. but I think they should do it if they're going to do Zelda. Just keep it animated, animated as well. Yeah, yeah. I, would well, even say I, keep, I would like it like that. Yeah, Studio Ghibli. We have a nice yeah. poster here in the, yeah. in the room of, like, of a Ghibli-inspired Zelda. So, like a hand-drawn um, style animation. Yeah, would yeah. would look really good. But look yeah, it looks like they've gone down the illumination route. So they're probably just going to use them for all of the movies now. Yeah, um, I would be keen to see a Super Smash Bros. movie with the hand as the villain. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah, the yeah. hand. That'd be cool. Yeah, they created all all sorts of villains for the like the campaigns in the Smash Brothers movies. So it's interesting, yeah, to see what they could come up with here. They could do like the hand as the villain, and then all the side characters get turned into trophies, and then they have to go rescue them. Yeah, which yeah. is the storyline in Brawl. Brawl. Yeah, yeah, the subspace yeah. emissary. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. Where Rob? I think Rob was the main villain, right? No, no, the hand was the villain. I oh, the hand was the villain in the end. No, wasn't it Taboo? No, yeah, it was taboo. The hands are villain in sixty four. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, original yeah, classical one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a. And rip. Kirby's like the is it in Brawl where Kirby's the main character? Like you start off with Kirby, and yeah, then yeah. he has to find the rest of them. Then, yeah. yeah, he wakes up first. Yeah, really interesting choice they went with there. Yeah, I I would I would love to see a lot of that was film because it's yeah. like like animation slash animals. You could make it like really interesting and it has a lot of lot of appeal for both. Uh, you know, grown-ups and, and kids. Yeah. So, like that was borrowed heavily from, like, Star Wars, from, like, all the space battles and stuff are yes. basically Star Wars. There's one level that's just Independence Day where the mothership comes down and keeps releasing waves of enemies and you got to kill them before it just destroys the home base. So, yeah, they they, they could do a lot with, with uh, Star Fox. They could do a lot with, Fox. like, oh, Earthbound would be really good with Illumination Studios because you're going back to, like, 1960s, 1950s, um, you know, rural towns. With yeah. kids playing with yo-yos and baseball bats, An- and they come across aliens. And Animal stuff. Crossing could be a very peaceful movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's enough like of a fan base for Animal Crossing? I 
I played a bit of Animal Crossing. I think yeah. well during COVID, that it was a like lot the of most popular were, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing that. Oh, you yeah. went crazy during COVID. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a. The story would be very basic. <laughs> there's, there's, not really, there's not really a story in the game itself. I can't so. imagine. Come to my island and let's do stuff. <laughs> it's basically just, yeah, I don't know, it could be like a farming movie, <laughs> like a fishing movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fight. I'd love to see yeah. uh, F-Zero. Oh, oh yeah. F-Zero, a yeah. racing F-Zero. Yeah. Captain, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And who's the, uh, is it? The guy that looks like a lizard. The turtle. Yeah, the guy we used at Pico. Yeah, yeah, Pico, yeah. Pico. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that looks like a lizard. Yeah, yeah. I think it was well, some sort of alien. Yeah. 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 We, the yeah. only reason why we picked him is because when you pick him, he has this little animation where he yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that yeah. That would be that would be good. Yeah, F Zero would be good. Um, there was also yeah we mentioned Zelda. A Pokemon or well, Pokemon has been done in its own yeah. sense, so that's like yeah. Separate. I don't think you need to do a Pokemon. And I one. think Pokemon's yeah. owned by a separate studio. Yeah. Because uh, they did Detective Pikachu, and that was Warner Brothers, I think. Yeah, it would yeah. be similar to, like, the Sonic yeah. situation. Like, yeah. you would be able to do Sonic in this. Yeah. 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 Ooh, Fire Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem yeah. would make an amazing story. But you you can't do what's happening now with Awakening and stuff. It's a bit too convoluted. Um, You might have to go back to the original formula, go back to the original Fire Emblem on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, we'll quickly talk about where this sits in terms of video game adaptation movies because we've had quite a few, and this could be the oh, new yes. um, this could be the new trend because we, we're starting to see superhero movies kind of not being as popular as they used to be. Uh, essentially, in terms of especially in terms of um, critical reception and also box office, but in the last couple of years, we've we've had a bunch of video game film adaptations. So, uh, Detective Pikachu. Being one, Mortal Kombat, Tomb Raider, uh, Warcraft, Sonic the Hedgehog, because they've already done two of those. Uh, Assassin's Creed was a little while back. Um, anything else recent? Uncharted. Uncharted recently. There's Last of Us, the show. TV show, yeah. Yeah, so where do you think this sits with respect to those? Some of those are very bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, most of them t- tend to be bad. <laughs> video game movies, but um, I would put this at least top three. I think the Sonic movies are pretty good. Uh, the Sonic 1 and 2 were pretty decent movies. Both of them are pretty good. Yeah. yeah. One's nice. better. Yeah, I think one one was really good. Um, this is, yeah, up there with those. The, the only thing I'd say about this, it's very simple. Um, they, they stuck to a simple storyline. They executed it well. Um, and the like we said, like the the adult viewers will get attracted because of nostalgia. The the um, younger viewers will like it just because it's basically catered to them. But yeah. uh, I'd like to see them take it a bit further in the next. They're definitely going to make more movies now since this is so successful. So. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything yeah. anything with stakes would be great. Yeah. This one, I think, purposefully they they made the stakes very lightweight, just so you could you didn't have to be emotionally worried about oh, what if something bad happened? Yeah. Whereas you could start approaching that later on, and that'd be perfectly fine. Um, I was going to say the Sonic movies. Um, there was also, yeah, there were some Resident Evil movies. Yes, there was. Um, the, the live action ones were uh, questionable, but there's some CGI Resident Evil movies which were really kind of in depth and good, but they don't have the notoriety of Mario, Sonic, yeah. 
that, there's that, a monster hunter movie which was apparently very bad very bad <laughs> monster hunter oh gosh it's it's actually surprising that it took them so long to do a, a mario movie because mario's well like, they did and it sucked yeah, so that's I why guess, they did do one yeah, for a while i guess that one yeah. probably scarred them the one that came out like yeah. 30 years well, ago yeah. japan was never going to do it because you just imagine mario going around and it's like unless it's cgi it's not going to work. So you needed the right studio. You needed the right acting talent as well. And I think it wouldn't have happened if they didn't make the choice to kind of slightly water down the Mario-ness of Mario. Like instead of making him a full-on like Charles right. Martinet level, wahoo, yeah. you know, yeah. like bring him down a bit, make him more relatable and then ham it up for like the moments that count. Yeah, That decision, if they, did, if they didn't do that, it probably wouldn't have been as accepted because you've got to remember who's the one watching these films, mostly Americans. Mostly, uh, you know, people from the United Kingdom and Australia, and, and they want it to be appeal to everyone. But I think if you don't hit the core crowd, it's not going to take off. So you yeah. can't appeal to everyone if you have a heavy, thick accent or an Italian accent where people can't understand half of the words you're saying. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's got charm where they actually referenced the family, the characters, and the different aspects of it. Um, next, I, I'd love to see more. Like, uh, yeah, push the boundaries and take it, take it further because now there's no risk. They have the base they've established the, the, the film apparently after that first movie so nintendo gave uh, like a lot of creative license for that first movie when when they made it and then they made it and then they showed it to nintendo and they were like what the fuck is this <laughs> right. what the fuck have you just made Did yeah. they really? <laughs> and, and then they had to release it because they put all this money into it but then from that point from that point onwards nintendo held their like their assets so close, they didn't want any other people to control it. You're talking they, about the the '90s Mario movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. live action one, the horrendous. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> from that point onwards, they didn't want anyone to like. They wanted to hold their assets and didn't want anyone to control it. Yeah. So they finally loosened the chain a little bit to let someone do it. And since this is kind of more true to form, I think they'll loosen it a little bit more. And as long as they don't make a fucking whatever that movie was, like a dinosaur interdimensional movie. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah. was also the 90s of like using costume props for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like they weren't they were, quite there yet with the CGI. and. But that movie isn't a Mario movie in itself. Like none of the things is Mario. Yeah. Other than the character being called Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like a... Like a um, John, uh, a Christopher Nolan take on like oh, a real life universe that inspired the games kind yeah. of style take. Cool. Yeah. It was like, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> this is different. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, no, it's it's up there with the best video game adaptations. I, I think it's setting a new benchmark for like, okay, this, if you want it to do well and be received well, A, follow the rules, don't take it too, don't take itself too seriously. And B, it's like, create a platform to bounce off at the same time uh you know keep the fans engaged like there was some musical cues in there that like are straight from the games and in the mm. credits there's a lot of like famous pieces there's one piece when it came up I'm like oh yeah that's from super mario galaxy yeah it's the gusty garden galaxy theme and i on my youtube channel i uploaded almost tw- like 17 years ago when iwata asks interviews were happening for super mario galaxy the first one and they were sh- remember the, the what asks articles they used to come out online and they would talk about the development of like the first Mario game for the Wii, which was huge back then. Yeah, um, there was a recording of a orchestra recording of the soundtrack, and I extracted the video file and I put it on YouTube. This was back in two thousand and six, like YouTube was one year old. Yeah, and I put it on there and it had like hundred thousand views. In the last month, it has gotten five hundred thousand views. Wow. 
in the last month. And I, I just wrote so, Gusty Garden Galaxy recording for Super Mario Galaxy. And I was like, oh, I heard this in the credits. It's so nice. And I was like, mm, yeah. how many of these people are like fans versus just people who have stumbled upon it? Yeah. It's getting a lot of attention. The view rate's going up. So it's like, wow. keep the fans engaged and you will be, you'll coast, you know, just, yeah. just put in like the right amount of efforts and understand what, what, gra- what grabs them emotionally. And yeah, it'll, it'll lift you. The the only thing I didn't mention was uh, the music. Uh, for some reason, they they still felt the need to put in licensed music in this movie from like the eighties. We need a hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah. I felt like that was not required. Like, there's enough music from the games that you can just leverage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that minor minor thing. But they probably didn't need that. That stuff and that that song's like way too overused. overused. Yeah. yeah, I That's think it's like it's in every single like I think it's already been used this year sometime. Yeah, I can't remember what it was in, but it was in something this year. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they kind of stre- had they 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 felt a need to Shrekify it. You know what I mean? Yeah, How Shrek has had all these hits, and it's like yeah, you sing you're hearing the exact same songs from yeah. Shrek, which is like a twenty years ago, and it's like well, uh, they, yeah, they use that song in Shrek. I'm in Shrek sure. two, oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. In Shrek two, and yeah. the princesses will team up, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, Nintendo would have given license to use all their soundtracks for this. Yeah, because I've obviously used the sound cues in other parts of yeah. the of the movie. So I, I don't see why they just couldn't use the the themes that they had from the from the games itself. Oh, man, yeah. there are some amazing themes they could have used. But uh, again, I think it's part of its studio, part of its maybe the the director's vision of like, okay, if they, they don't want to take it seriously again, they got to use like modern songs to ground people constantly to say like, oh, you know, we're using this, we're going to use, you know, rap artists. And that probably appeals to the youth, you know. We're not exactly Gen Z and Gen Alpha right now. So yeah, yeah. maybe that's what they need, you know, to, to the kids keep them grounded. would love it, yeah. Yeah, to keep the kids grounded. <laughs> cool. I think that's anything else to mention? Get I haven't even seen this movie, so yeah. I don't know how I got through this. <laughs> Watch out for our Mario Kart review series. Yeah. <laughs> we review all the builds. <laughs> yeah, we, we do each one. We choose every single configuration, combination. Combination. <laughs> I, I, I was way too into Mario Kart for a period. I was Ed's and Smash Brothers. Oh, we were, yeah. On the Wii, it was competitive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. worldwide leaderboards. I was on that for a while, yeah. You were on the worldwide leaderboards? For one of the levels. The Yoshi's, for, Yoshi's level? No. I was a ghost one. I was oh, yeah. Number one in Australia for a little bit. Nice. For which on the it? time trial. Which ghost one? It's like the NES ghost one. Oh, yeah. The short one, right? It's the, the short one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Short it's one. the one where you, you could jump across the. Yeah. 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 It's a pretty serious accolade. You should put you that on your Tinder. Put it on the page. <laughs> you better put it somewhere. Put it on your Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, your brother was also, he was number one in Australia for... Yeah, Yoshi level. That was the small yes, Yoshi's waterfall level. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. He was very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they started hacking the system and you'd get these guys that would just like appear out of nowhere in front of you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like crazy times using the wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Japanese would always use the wheel and get like crazy yeah. times. So I was like, well. I never, I could just never use the wheel. I never got into it. I can't play with that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it wasn't sensitive enough to like work. And it's actually harder using a wheel than to drive. Like Not it's easier yeah. to use a joystick. Yeah. 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 Well, we come the, from Mario 64 days where you had to use the joystick. So we're yeah. just like, all right, we'll stick to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Guess we'll wrap it up there. We could probably keep talking about Nintendo all day if we wanted to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, could, um, we could go on a massive rant about all the different like games and how they approached it. 
So um, if people want to get in touch with us regarding Super Mario Bros. or John Wick 4, how do they go about it? Uh, so you can email us at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or we're on all other social media platforms um, at cognitive recalibration. Yep. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, you're, I know you're active on Twitter and also your YouTube channel, you should, which you mentioned. Oh, yeah. My yeah. YouTube channels are off Phoenix. It's got random shit. It's got like some Nintendo clips. Some, yeah. <laughs> it's got nothing important. But uh, yeah, I want to check out. If you want to check out Gusty Garden Galaxy, just type that in. Um, but my Twitter is the Bass Grimsy, at Bass Grimsy. That's my, uh, that's, that's my handle for everything. Cool, cool. All right. Next week is Guardians, Guardians of Galaxy. Galaxy Volume 3. So yep. back to Marvel. Wow. We'll see how this one goes. The last it's got a dog in it as well. It Maybe we need to do dog stuff like a- just every every week now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, John Wick had a dog. It had a German Shepherd in this one. Yeah. Um, and Mario doesn't have dogs. But, no, but yeah. we did John Wick with Oh, no, Mario one. does have a dog. Yes, he yeah, does. It, no, in, in, in Yoshi's the, Island, right? No, no, in, in the movie where they go to fix that uh, lady's plumbing. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Every movie has a dog in it now. I think it has to nowadays, right? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, well, what's the point of watching it if there's no dogs? <laughs> and, yeah, I was saying that dog looked like a lot like the one of the dogs from Secret Life of Pets, which is Illumination Studios, Illumination Studios yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. A different, it's a different dog. Right. But similar animation. Yeah. yeah, nice. <laughs> I would be keen to watch that movie with Remy to see what he thinks. Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He would. Yeah, be scared. I reckon. <laughs> well, he's scared of his own reflection at the moment. Yeah. So. I would watch Zootopia with Remy. That scene yeah. with the wolves howling. Let's see how we react. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've watched a bit of Mandalorian with him, um, and he he kind of watched it. Nice. Yeah, like the parts when Baby Yoda like makes noises, he kind of looks up. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's probably like similar intellectual level to Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> probably not actually. Probably yes. less. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we've got to do Mandalorian at some stage as well. Are you oh, going to watch yeah. Mandalorian? I might try and watch it. Yeah. yeah. I've seen one episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Of oh, season three? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's good. It's a good time. It's got yeah. good parts and it's got some episodes that are okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'll try yeah. and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we won't do it next week anyway because we've got Guardians. Yeah. And I think we've got a pretty packed schedule yeah. actually coming up because yeah. um, Fast X is coming out soon. Fa- yeah. yeah. Fast, your most anticipated movie of the year. <laughs> Fast, <X>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fast in your seatbelts. Yes. This is a thing that people were actually posting. People in the movie are posting that in their caption when they're promoting the movie. Oh, so it's, it's Yeah. Didn't we say that would be a good way to like. I th- we said it a long time ago, yeah. but like like Charlie Theron and like Vin Diesel, they post a picture on Instagram and the caption's fast in your seatbelts. <laughs> but how do you know they're pronouncing it that way? <laughs> it says fast 10, like together, oh, your seatbelts. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mind-numbingly dumb and clever at the same time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's. I think that's a couple of weeks after... Guardians, so um, nice. but pretty packed after that because there's a Spider Verse early June. Yep. Uh, there's Flash. Ooh, which looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, oh, we're not right. joking. When yeah. I say that. Actually, I'm, I good. actually think it <laughs> yeah. looks really good. Yeah. I never expected, but this movie looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they they got Ezra Miller like in and wrapped him like in like the straitjacket and just put him inside one of the studios in time for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. They're doing. 
they actually delayed the film. I'm pretty sure for him because of him. Yeah, but that, it's yeah, had there multiple, multiple really delays. delays. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping the best for this film. Yeah, it's looking like our kind of dreams come true for the for a yeah. flash flashpoint movie. I, yeah, if if they put up something that's even serviceable, it's amazing given what they had to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, in July we've got Oppenheimer and Barbie. Yeah, on the same day. Oppenheimer and Barbie, that's a choice to make. <laughs> what should I watch? I actually, <laughs> I'm slightly more keen for Barbie. Like, not, not, even joking, not even joking. Not even joking. I'm slightly more keen for Barbie. Why? Yeah. Dude, either you're a Margaret Robbie, like OnlyFans, or, or you're getting paid. You're getting paid by Mattel. Okay. <laughs> We'll see. I can see Barbie being the better of the two. Well, Oppenheimer will be good. I yeah, know. Oppenheimer I know what good. level Oppenheimer will be. Yeah. Barbie could be anything. Yeah. 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 It's got a good director yeah. could be. as well. Yeah. I can't believe we're actually yeah. talking about these two like, as, as if they're comparable. You know, like <laughs> a Christopher Nolan film versus Barbie. Yeah. It's like the antithesis of everything well, he believes. <laughs> I think we'll watch both that weekend, and we'll decide which one's better. And yeah. I think. Barbie might be better. <laughs> I'm making the early call. I think Barbie's going to be better than Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, you made this call a while back. Like yeah. you, you made it last year. Right, I'm, I'm making a pledge right now. If Barbie gets better reviews on whatever, like okay, let's okay, say if Barbie better. has a higher Rotten Tomatoes than Oppenheimer. Yeah, I, I trust IMDb because they're a little bit more like even kill with their review algorithm. Okay, okay. yeah, IMDb. IMDb yeah. If Barbie has a better score than Oppenheimer yeah. on IMDb, yeah. You can. I'll open that up. It can be critics or users. I don't care. Right? Yeah. I will eat a sock on this podcast. <laughs> I will eat my sock on you this better, podcast. You better, you better get a sock ready. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will boil that shit up and I'll eat it if it does better. Remember this. Well, well, we'll get you back that weekend, the weekend, both of those movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll have a video camera set up by then. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be video set up and we'll have the socks nah, ready. Leg- legitimately, <laughs> you got to do a whiskey shot because you can't eat a sock. You're going to get sick if you eat a sock. <laughs> I don't want you to eat a sock. I but, will uh, eat a used sock. <laughs> <laughs> That's how confident I am. Okay, okay. That Oppenheimer yeah. will do critically, but critically, not box office. I don't know what. These kids are up to nowadays, but box. <laughs> no, so the IMDb <laughs> score, specifically the IMDb score, yeah. will have to be better yeah. than, okay. Yeah. 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 I'll right. take that deal. I'll do a whiskey shot if it's um the other way around. How's that comparable? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to eat a sock. I'm, you're going to get sick. <laughs> also, you can't eat socks. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Remy will join you in that. Remy, yeah, Remy, would, <laughs> Remy doesn't eat socks. He just like chews on them for a bit. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, Remy can eat my sock if uh, if Barbie's not as good as no, Oppenheimer. You cannot offhand your bet. <laughs> All right. You have to sleep with a Barbie doll for a week. That's the bet. I'd do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um that brings us to the end of this episode. What a what a way to end. So we've got a lot to look forward to in July, especially. Uh, but next week, Guys of Galaxy Volume 3. So hopefully it's good. Cool. We'll see you there. Looking forward yeah. to it. Hope you're all staying safe, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. See ya. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.